Happy Saturday, Coven. I am Rachel Pond, and I am that new witch. In today's episode, I want to discuss shadow work and um, how it's personally affected my life, how I've gone about it, and I want to give some pointers to those that want to either get into doing shadow work or those that are attempting at it and feel like they're struggling. So, um, if you listen to my first episode that went up this morning about uh, graveyard etiquette, I just quickly Googled, you know, graveyard etiquette for that episode. And for this episode, I just quickly Googled um, shadow work. And uh, Google gave me a summary of what it is and how to go about it. So those are the topics that's where I'm getting my information from, just from a simple Google search. Um, I didn't have like um, a link that I went to. It was just Google gave me like a, a rundown. So, um, but if I ever do end up using a link, then uh, I will attach it. I've never had to do that before. Uh, so I'm not 100% sure on how to like attach a link. Um, but I'm sure it's not that hard, and when that time comes, I will do my best to provide it so you know exactly where I'm getting all my uh, information from, and you can check it out if you so desire. So let's start this episode. Uh, shadow work. I'm looking here at, uh, I just took a quick snapshot of it the other day when I was reading it on Google. Um, what is shadow work? first bit of information Google gave me, it says, what is shadow work? Shadow work is an introspective psychological practice that anyone can do and can lead to a more fulfilling life when working with the shadow. You may have moments of Awaking to lead to greater authenticity, creativity, and emotional freedom. Um, okay, so that that is what shadow work is. How do I find my shadow self? Um, to find your shadow self, you need to have some... Caps, all right, I don't know, I guess I just can't read today. Uh, C-A-P-A-C-I-T-Y for psychological manifestness. Oh my gosh, mindness. Why I couldn't say mindness, I don't know. That is you, that is, mindness, that is you need to be able to look inside yourself and wonder about the key aspects of yourself that justify your version of reality and self con <clears throat> concept and self concept so what I'm getting is you need to be able to look inwards and figure out 
why you do what you do and where that stems from. Reality. And then look some, some about and then think about and then think some about I don't know, I think Google made a mistake. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, and then think about what makes you defensive. So, for example, um, for example, like, if you're in a fight with somebody and they're like, I'm trying to think of something that would really hurt me if somebody said, um, you'll never find love. You'll never be accepted. Um, you know, when they say those mean things, not only just know that they're just saying it because they know it's a sensitive spot with you, but stop and think, why does that trigger me? And you might be able to be like, oh yeah, my mother said that to me when I was a kid. Or, you know, I had a best friend who did me wrong and they're like, well, you don't deserve anyone's love. Something. You they're, they're, Everything, every thought, every connection you have with a word or an experience, it can be related back to something. And that's part of it, is to do the work um, to figure out why you have those correlations, that negative feeling when somebody says those words to you. Um, and then... Seven ways to face your shadow. Um, or excuse me, not seven, five. Five ways. Um, banish the shame. This is the first step towards unconditional self-acceptance. So, um, so shame, embarrassment, um trying to think if I can find a personal experience. I know I have them. <laughs> um, so when I was growing up, I was very sheltered. Um, you know, a uh, Christian family and uh, they, my parents uh, attempted to do homeschooling, um, but it didn't go. <laughs> it was not. Um, child services were called on my family very often. Uh, we didn't really do schooling. Um, so, um, I bring all that up to say, once I did make it out into the real world, I was so sheltered, I did not know how to interact with my peers. Um, and... I tried my hardest, um, and I know to some extent, children in general are very awkward, and no one knows how to act around their peers, you know, but I never interacted, you know, unless it was children in the church that tended to be younger than me, I didn't know how to interact, so once I did end up going to public school, I begged my parents to put me in public school when I was 16. And um, I just remember tons and tons of embarrassing experiences because um, 
because I didn't know how to react with my own peers. And so now as an adult, every once in a while, I could just be at home doing the dishes. And then all of a sudden, this memory of me, um, I remember this one time in particular. And this, for some reason, the last few days, this episode, this is, this moment in my life has just been flashing in my mind. Um, I had just finished up with, P- uh, uh, what is that? Gym, uh, PE. And, um... Man, that shows how long I've been out of school. I can't even remember the word for PE. But I had just finished up with PE and waiting for the bell to ring to head to my next class. And a side note, uh, if there's any teachers listening, is there a way that you can petition that PE be done for everyone at the end of the day? Because let me tell you, uh, that kind of sucks, being all hot and sweaty and then... The sweat drying up and then you smell all musty and wet all day. It's gross. It's really gross. So if there's any teachers or anyone in the to- in the teaching environment that might have any weight to make that change happen, let me know. Because <laughs> I-, I remember that being hell. <laughs> and-, and if any of my listeners remember that being hell, like, you know, leave me a comment. Leave me a, a review, a comment. Let me know in the comment there. What your experience was with PE. But anyways, I digress. Um, so we were waiting for PE. And they um, were talking about a bunch of teenagers that were... I forget exactly, but I remember they were talking about a group of people. And, um, and I said... And this has been, this is years, so I don't remember the exact contents, but I do remember saying, um, yeah, they're showing, um, uh, I meant to say, like, public affection, but instead I said PTA instead of, um, oh god, what is the uh, initials? Yeah, PTA, like the parents meet, and they all looked at me and laughed. So, like, every once in a while, that, that memory will flash forward, and I'd be like, oh my god. But then I have to stop and be like, we're all adults now. They don't know who I am. I was this girl that went to school with them for, for three years, you know? So, that is what, and then reclaiming that, being like, okay, that was an embarrassing situation, but I'm not in that situation anymore. So there's no reason to hold that shame and embarrassment that go with that. Uh, Number two, write a journal. Now, this is one that I personally struggle with. This is why I started a podcast. Because I will be really good about journaling. I'll journal hard for like maybe a month. You know, that's good for me, a month. Reality, maybe a week or two. I'll just journal my little heart away and then something will happen and then I'll just stop I'll find an excuse not to do it anymore but with me I enjoy talking uh I enjoy it even more if I'm in an actual conversation with somebody but I figured you know uh to jot down and journal my thoughts and feelings the best way to go about it for me is to hit record and post it out there because who knows not only is it a good personal journal for me but also 
somebody else might stumble across my podcast and might be able to relate to certain things that I say or certain experiences that have happened in my life. So um, if no one ever listens, then that's fine. But I do want to thank again, I want to thank the five subscribers that I just noticed that I have over on Anchor. Um, And I'm assuming that those subscribers aren't just from Anchor. They're just followers I have in general. And I also want to thank those that are following me over on Instagram. That number just every day just seems to grow. Last time I checked, I think there was uh, 20 and I just mind blown, mind blown. Um, so if if you tend to struggle with with like I do with sitting down and journaling, um, then either think about joining Anchor, making a podcast, or um, I think that on at least on iPhones. There's like a recorder. So like instead of like writing down notes or writing a journal on your phone, just hit record and just talk to yourself. And then that's a way of like a real personal verbal journal. You don't necessarily have to share it with the world, but making a podcast on Anchor is awesome. (laughs) It's super easy to do. But anyways, I digress. Uh, Laugh at yourself. When you are walking and you trip instead of like oh my god everyone saw that I'm so stupid or whatever you may say remember you are not stupid words have power so if you say something negative then you will start believing you are that negative thing um so anyways laugh at yourself if you trip and fall and scuff your knee all up and whatever get up Dust yourself off and, I mean, obviously, if you're not seriously hurt, you know. But, like, if you trip and fall, get up, chuckle it off, be like, oh, that was funny, or whatever. Because if you do that, then you've taken back the power and no one else can make fun of you or 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 judge you for it. Because you've already done that. You've already reclaimed that. Uh Meditate with meditate with a focus on self-compassion and acceptance of your own hum, just your yourself. Like um I'm sorry, I lost the word I was looking for there. But yeah, meditate with a focus and self-compassion and acceptance. So meditate with the goal thought of um just accepting you yourself the way you are and 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 having compassion you know because okay for example number 1 i want to talk about meditation for a lot of people unless you're like some kickass buddhist that doesn't mind meditating for 30 minutes plus then um if you're just a normal run-of-the-mill person like myself and find it very difficult to actually sit down and close your eyes and crisscross applesauce those legs of yours, then my personal suggestion, I have two ways I meditate. One, 
is laying in bed. Just lay flat in bed. Most people love their beds. That's like their sanctuary. You get up in the morning and you're counting down to the moment where you can climb right back into that bed. So for me, my bed is very comfortable. I, I feel very cozy and warm and safe. So I lay down flat on my back. I, I, I like do spread eagle, legs spread wide. Sometimes I'm laying down and my legs are crossed. It depends on how I feel that day. And I either place my hands palm up laying on my bed or sometimes I do. I place them on my chest or my stomach and I have some calming music and um, I focus on my breath. Although I do have to um, admit that I don't exactly do it with a focus for any particular reason I just mostly just make sure my breathing is calm and relaxed so that's something I'm going to start doing is a meditation with focus and acceptance for myself um so that's one way to go about it the other way I go about it is when I do things that I find very relaxing uh like um like making bread or um um, I don't know, um, what is something else? When I go for walks, I get into a very calming meditation state. Although again, I'll admit, I don't do it with a, with a purpose, like to like tune into myself. It's just to calm myself. So that's something I'm personally going to have to work on. Or I guess I don't have to, but I would like to. Um, think of your good qualities and accept the possibility that the opposite may also be true of you and that's okay. If there has not been anything truer than that, my gosh. So, yeah. Think of all your good qualities, all the things you love about yourself, all the things you know people love about you. And then be like, well, this is true. Then there has to be negative things about myself. And that's okay. Because no one on this earth, no one is perfect. No one. No one that has been on this earth or will be. So the moment you can accept your good qualities and your bad qualities, you will be able to accept yourself. And when you can accept and love yourself, then other people can accept and love yourself. And when you do that, um, you know, again, um, negative things that may have been said to you, you know, um, I don't know, like, um, Somebody, this this is going to be really random. Somebody might be like, oh, you have really pretty eyes, but they're too close on your face. You know, I don't know where that came from. That was totally made up. But so when you can accept that you have beautiful eyes and then be like, they're a little close on my face, you know, they're not spread out, whatever a normal face is. And you're like, I'm okay with that, you know? And then that makes it easier. I guess a physical thing wouldn't isn't a good example. A better example is, 
I'm a very caring, compassionate person. I enjoy listening to people, you know, and helping them when needed. But when I get mad, my tongue cuts like a knife. And both are okay. Sure, sure. Uh, you know, everyone's got things to work on. And that should that could probably be something to work on. So you aren't so vicious with your mouth. But being willing to accept both parts of you will make that change, that growth, a little easier for you and um, help you just grow in your shadow work. Um, does everyone have a shadow self? And what I found when I did my little Google search the other day um, in short, the shadow is the unknown side of our personalities, personality, the Junin, J-U-N-G-I-A-N shadow can consider everything outside of the light of outside of the light and may be possible positive or negative everyone carries a shadow june wart j u n g and the least it is embodied in the so in short <laughs> I don't know why I can't read today excuse me but in short everyone has a shadow self um, so the shadow comes where there's light there's dark and um, so Yes, everyone has a shadow self. A shadow. So everyone carries a shadow self. And, you know, if you carry a bunch of negative, harsh thoughts, then your shadow self will carry that and the light will be diminished. Does that make sense? I hope it does. But the more you get in tuned with your shadow self, and then you accept all that is your shadow and you work with it and you improve it, the more the light side will, it will be like yin and yang. One cannot exist without the other. And then it will make it easier for both sides to take turns and shining through. And it will make it easier for you to control or maintain when that negative side comes through and you're like, oh, I'm not so comfortable with this thought, not so comfortable with this feeling. So your shadow self is like any part of you, your brain or your, your physical body. If you don't work it, then things get out of control. Um flip side of your dark side so a little bit more about the dark side um, a key to embracing your dark side knowing that 
Every dark side has a light side, like I just mentioned. When we accept the traits, traits we might not love, that's when the light side can shine through. Um, through every accept, accept of our, be acceptance, acceptance, have acceptance for ourselves, and that is a gift. So that's pretty much what I was saying before, that, um, when you acknowledge, um, the dark side, you know, and you, you, you do your best to improve it and you, you accept it for the way it is, but you don't allow it to stay the way it is, um, and you improve it, then the light side can shine through. Um, what is the purpose of shadow work? This one I found, you know, being top notch up there because what's, what's the point of doing the work if you don't understand what you're doing shadow work is the process of working with our shadow selves um to indirect indirect their so to decrease the negative effects in our lives so um shadow work in in summary is just a way of improving and diminishing the negative thoughts and feelings and and correlations that you have with yourself um, in our lives and to so it goes on to say you know to improve the negative effects in our lives and to integrate inter- integrate uh the spectrid parts that that to integrate the S-E-P-A-R-A-T-E. Wow, I really cannot read today. Part of yourself into the whole. So instead of being like, this is the dark side, dark shadow, and this is the light shadow, let them become one. Because I have, and everyone does, has so many different traits, so many things about them. But I don't say this group of traits is this side of me and this is the other side of me. It is all one. It comes in one package. It's all within me. So when you can accept them and let them be together, then that, that I, don't, I don't want to call it anger, but that um, embarrassment, frustration, whatever you correlate with, with um whatever you call it um once you let all that negative go then they both can exist in one element together and it makes you a better healthier thriving person like i said with yin and yang there is no light without darkness and vice versa and the only way that you can get that yang yin and yang is by working on it and so those are just what Google, when I did my quick little Google search, that is what Google gave to me. Um, and um, 
I think it was, it's very beneficial. I mean, not only for me, because I, I noticed like when I do my meditation, I don't do it with a purpose of like accepting myself and not judging. I just do it to like calm my breathing, making sure it's, you know, and that my mind isn't uh, rushing with negative thoughts. Although I do want to say one thing about, um, I do want to do a, a whole podcast on meditation, but um, quick little story before um, I move on. When I um, very first started doing Reiki, I didn't have a, a table or anything, so uh, my clients, I had come to my apartment where I live, and there's a community room in the unit where I live. And so you can rent it out. I think it's $25 to rent it out. And as long as the room that you rent out is in the same condition that it was when you rented it, you'll get your $25 deposit back. So for a couple months, that's what I did. Um, and I remember one night when I was ending up a session, um, there was like all this noise outside. Tons and tons of chaos. I don't even quite remember what was happening, but I do remember my client being like, this is really disturbing me and I can't focus. So I finished up the session and, um, you know, I said to him and I actually just spoke to the whole group of people. There were like five people there and, um, I said, I am so grateful for all that noise because I want you guys to realize yeah sure it's nice to lay down and meditate or to have sit in a chair and have somebody do um, a reiki session for you but that's not life you know sure for 30 minutes you know you're in a serene tranquil area but in our regular lives there's traffic, there's people yelling, there's, there's kids screaming, there's stressful thing, day-to-day things going on in our lives. But if we are able, through all that chaos that might be going on, if we can center ourselves, that is the real, um, the real, the most beneficial thing. If you just go through life and you let that chaos control you, then you really haven't worked um, that part of you. But if you can have all that chaos going on in your life and be like, breathe in, breathe out, like, like just calm and zen and take yourself back. So it's not like you're a part of all that chaos. You're more of a witness to it and you're able to stay centered that's the progress that's when you've made the you know the first steps in 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 improving that part of you and you know the the clients that were there that night were like we never thought of that you know they both on all on their they're just like yeah I never thought of it that way um I am so grateful now to have a, a, a reiki table so I have them come to my house you know and 
you know, individually all have their sessions. But when I very first started out, when I was, you know, I still consider myself a, a newbie. I've only been doing Reiki for like five years. But, um, yeah, when I very first started out, like I said, I rented out the community room where I'm living. And I'd have them sit around a table. And then I would go from one person to the next and just move around the table counterclockwise. And, uh, yeah. So, it's it's amazing. I can see so much growth in my personal life and in my um, business. And just, it, it's amazing what shadow work can do. And just work in general. Just... Talking to yourself. I know I do it all the time. I talk to myself. I check in with my inner child. And I ask what it needs. How can I make things better for my inner child? And there have been times where my inner child says, I just need a hug. And I literally wrap my arms around myself and be like, you are loved. You are accepted. You are you are who you're supposed to be. And I am here to guide you on that path. And I just feel after that, my inner child is just so happy, which makes me beam with happiness, which I assume other people around me see me smiling and happy, so it makes them smile. The smiles are the most contagious thing. I mean... I don't know about you, but I can't see somebody smile and stay a sourpuss. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but I think that will be it for today's episode on shadow work. And if you would like to follow me over on Instagram, please do so. Which is um, over on Instagram, my handle is that new witch, and I am that new witch on all platforms uh pinch um not not i don't know why i said pinterest um uh, youtube and tiktok i'm not on twitter i never really got the hang of twitter um but if you guys want me to be on twitter just let me know and i will definitely do my best to uh get on there and try to get you know uh that new witch as my username or at least something very close to that so it's easy to find me um let's see I haven't started posting videos on TikTok I mostly just watch videos and you know do comments and stuff but if you guys are interested in me doing TikToks or even doing anything on YouTube just let me know and I will definitely do my best to incorporate that because I think that would be fun not only will that give me the ability to reach out to more people, but, um, you know, not everybody listens to podcasts. Some people just strictly do YouTube. So uh, whatever would make it easier for uh, my listeners out there. But I hope everyone has a magical Friday, Friday, magical weekend. Um, and I will be back on the... Um, yeah, on, on next Saturday, I will be back. Oh my God, I can't talk today. <laughs> Till next Saturday, Coven.